CinemaSins has a fan club. It's called The Sin Club, and members get all sorts of things like early episodes, bonus videos, merch discounts, and even monthly bonus podcasts. Membership starts at $3 a month, and you can sign up now at patreon.com slash CinemaSins. I, this is a weird, I don't know what made me think of this. This is a weird comparison, but like something like Grease, where like, you know, I don't think Danny's done anything at the end of that movie to deserve Sandy. I don't think he's mm-hmm. done a damn thing. But right. do I like that Danny and Sandy end up together? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be doing a mini pod. Mini pod on Free Guy, the movie that made about twenty-eight, twenty-nine million dollars. Yeah, yeah. They're I, if if they're not happy about it, they're spinning it like they are. Uh, I think the fact that it was, it's not an although. I know a lot of people are saying this. I do have something. I'm I'm curious your thoughts on this, but people are talking about how it's not an IP. It's it's a you know it's it's an original idea. Um, mm. so it's not an IP. It's not based on anything prior. So I think that's why people are saying, oh, that's you know, th- you know, like Disney hasn't done anything like this in however long, you know, with mm-hmm. their big releases. But even though it's not IP, it's kind of like Jumanji, where oh, well, Jumanji was based on a book, but it's kind of like it still feels like it's loosely based on things, even if it's not directly based on things. I'll tell you what, this is, this is not really a, this is not a spoiler. So yeah, the movies that went through my head during this movie. Yeah. The Truman show. Yes. Oh, yes. Inception matrix. Uh, they live. Um, and there was one other that went through my head. There's (laughs) one, there's, there's one spot in this movie where it is like to a T they live. I, I know uh, I, I'm so glad you mentioned that because like I, I was like I, I think Chris is going to be thinking the same thing I am so mm-hmm. yeah I mean I thought they were about to go into a full-blown <laughs> yes. parody that's how that would have that, been a, that would have been amazing. oh it would have been fantastic if they had done it um uh but yeah there were there were a million uh, already player one was another one that came through came to my head uh but uh yeah I, I that's what I think you're you may be referring to because mm-hmm. The movie is original, yes. It's not based on existing IP, but it's it's got a lot of other movies in it, and uh, and and so it feels familiar. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, I th- I was pretty uh, adamant. Well, I don't know what you want to call it. That the trailers for this movie made it not look like something that was probably not going to be good, but I was very very interested in watching it. Mm-hmm uh ryan reynolds is an appealing actor i've mm-hmm. always liked him i mean even though he has gotten into areas where it's like is, is this his only gear is this the i mean because he started everybody first really knew him from van wilder they may have seen you know the what is it uh two guys two and guys a girl, a girl in a pizza, pizza place. place or nickelodeon they, soap opera 15 yeah, <laughs> ah yes 15 indeed <laughs> Uh, they may have seen that uh, first, but Van Wilder was where people really first started yes. to notice Ryan Reynolds. And it and it felt like every movie that came out after that was a variation on Van mm-hmm. Wilder. Even Deadpool ends up being kind of like Van Wilder in the Marvel Universe or the you know whatever almost because it's just the way he is. He, uh, yeah, he's he's got he's got it's it's uh it's very likable shtick. 
but he's definitely got shtick. Like he's he's there's a Ryan Reynolds performance, you know. Yeah. And I think it all depends on how he's used, because uh, sometimes it can be a little grating. Uh, 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 Hobbs and Shaw, uh, mm. where he's a supporting character, is a is a great example of where it can just fall flat on its face and not work at all. But right, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was I, I wasn't familiar with Jodie Comer. I know that uh, Killing mm-hmm. Eve is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've, I've never seen the series. Uh, I, I think I do actually remember her in the star Wars. Uh, was it, she was, was uh, she was, uh, Ray's mother, right? Yeah. Ray's it, mother. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, uh, but no, I, I, have you seen killing Eve? I watched the first season. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I started watching the second season and I just lost interest. Like I, it just, it wasn't working for me anymore, but, um, mm-hmm. But that she's fantastic in it, though. I mean, like I, I knew, like I could tell, like you know, from the first episode, you're just like, who the fuck is this? Like, because mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, she just comes out, like you know, it's kind of like you know, it's just it's an it's an amazing, it's a fun character and a really fun performance. So, and it, you know, I'm glad she's gonna. Hopefully, this she's is, even more well known now. So yeah, this feels like. I mean, it seems like it seems like every like. I don't know. It seems like every six months I I have this, this new actress to fall in love Mm -hmm. with where it's like, it's, (laughs) it's like, it's like nobody knows about Anya Taylor joy. Like I do, man. Anya Taylor joy (laughs) is the best. And then like Florence Pugh shows up and like, Oh man, Florence Pugh is the best man. Nobody is coming. And now we have Jodie Comer in, in, in the mix. And I thought it was funny, too, because I guess just because of I don't know, I, I I had the impression that like before Killing Eve, she had probably done a bunch of stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just kind of mm-hmm. one of those things because she felt like such a seasoned actor. So I remember mm-hmm. thinking when I was watching this because I never like really looked her up or anything. And I was watching this and going like when she was like, you know, flirting with Joe Keery. Not that I cared, but I was just like, oh, he's he's got to be a decent amount younger. He's actually older than her, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, I, yeah. which I found out like a year. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I was surprised well, to see how young she was. Not that I thought she looked old or anything, but I just, like I said, I just felt like she had been around longer than she actually had. So I guess it's no surprise. I mean, outside of David Harbor, Joe Keery has probably had the best career out of the, well, maybe Millie Bobby Brown is eh, Millie Bobby Brown. W- yeah. I think will at some point, Yes, but outside of David Harbor, I think Joe Keery has probably had the best career. Yeah. He's uh, doing well uh, off of strange things. Uh, we, we've, you know, we've seen other, um, Who's the uh, who's the other guy? That Finn Wolfhard's been in a bunch Finn, of stuff. Finn Wolfhard yeah. is another one. So, uh, but Joe Keery seems like the, the the guy that might like super last after this. I'm not sure about Finn Wolfhard. Maybe he will. Uh, sometimes it's hard to transition from the child actor yes. to the an adult actor. And the same is gonna we're we're gonna have the same issue. We're not issue. We're gonna have the same uh deal with Millie Bobby Brown too. Although I think Millie Bobby Brown may end up having a big huge career. Um, but anyway, enough about stranger things, um, <laughs> uh, enough about the new Ghostbusters movie. I mean, stranger that's things. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, uh, it, and, uh, and Nola Holmes, and um, boys with bikes. I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, free guy is, uh, it's about, you know, uh, uh, the non-player characters in move in, uh, games like grand theft auto and stuff like that. And what if those people had, uh, a life that we didn't know about basically what it comes mm-hmm. to, but, um, and I like that premise. I like that a lot. Um, and, uh, and so I was already halfway liking this movie before it even yeah. started. 
and uh, it just had to do the bare minimum to be to make to make it a winner for me and i think yeah. that's what this has done actually. yeah yeah uh, a lot of the stuff that's supposed to be funny lands pretty mm-hmm. well there's some good story elements to this um i think the uh uh a lot of a lot of the things that they build throughout this movie pay off another fun thing about this is the, a lot of the background uh action going on during like when people are just talking and stuff you see all sorts of like weird like video game glitch type stuff yeah and just you know there's a, a, a that's a that's a, a nice little world building thing i believe like there's a scene i think it's um i think it's when he's talking to jody comer for the first time you see this guy in the background like running into a building and just keeps running into it over mm-hmm. and over and over again and then there's another scene where they're going through the city and you see a guy jumping on a flag staff yeah. type thing, jumping up and down on that. So it's like cool little things like that, like real video game type of, stuff. There's a lot of depth to it. Um, yeah. You know, I've had to recently watch the first couple night night at the museum movies because we've done cinema and stuff on them mm-hmm. in the last like year. And which Sean, uh, the reason I bring that up is Sean Levy obviously directed those and Sean Levy directed this. And mm-hmm. the thing about those watching those, I just it's like there's so much cool potential there, but the whole world just feels very flat. Like they just don't it, they're just going for obvious jokes and they're not really doing a whole lot with it. Right. And it's like 180 with this, because, I mean, this is like a fully realized world. Now, granted, I get it's a different screenplay writer. Things like that could factor in. It might not all be Levy. But as far as the Sean Levy film goes, I was very impressed. Um, I didn't even, and I didn't know he directed it till it was over. Mm. Um, and was surprised to learn that he had directed it, but, um, not that he's terrible, but I just, I don't know. I've, I've never well, had, he, had this much fun. I don't think with one of his movies, maybe right. real steel. Yeah. He's had a, he's had this, I don't know. It's a weird career because yeah, I think the first, his first big feature was big fat liar. Mm-hmm. And then he did which just married, seen, which so. wasn't very good. Cheaper by the dozen was a hit, I think, but it, I didn't like it at all. It was, uh, uh, yeah. The Pink Panther was a was a decent hit uh, with Steve Martin, and then you I, know, I just I refused to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I saw it, but I can't remember anything about it. Um, but uh, Night at the Museum, uh, he did all the Night at the Museum. Yeah, I believe he did so, yes. Date Night. He did Real Steel, which was which was like he said that's a that was a really enjoyable movie. I was surprised. How yeah, much I, I think that's that probably movie. that's probably my favorite movie of his before this. I think this probably is a little better than Real Steel, but yeah, no, very enjoyable. And then he did the Internship, which wasn't. I've never good, seen but, that. Yeah, Date Night's fun though. Too. I forgot he did Date Night. That's a mm-hmm. that's a that's a little better. But I just but like you were saying, I just. I think more than anything, I just really love this world. It's weird. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Like, absolutely, like 100%. I had such a good time. Mm-hmm. I feel like my grade's going to be a little lower, though, than what maybe what we talk about, like, would expect. Because I don't think it, like, I don't think it gets, like, into A territory. Not for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I think the overall storyline maybe isn't as fully realized as I would like. I think there's yeah. some, I think there's definitely some moments where they kind of cut through stuff just to kind of, you know, get to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just so funny. Even like, even stuff that would probably normally annoy me, like Lil Row Howery, you know, who I did not recognize, by the way, at yeah, all. Yeah, he didn't have his glasses on, man. <laughs> I think so, like, that's what like, it was. all that, you know. Because <laughs> I kept thinking, like, I know this voice, but who is this, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, but even him, like, you know, yelling and stuff like that, sometimes I would, that might get grating. But for some reason, just like when he would show up, it was so funny. And, mm-hmm. um, and then you have like you have uh, you have these fun cameos. 
Ryan Reynolds is really good. Uh, Jody Comer obviously is really good. Uh, we haven't mm-hmm. even talked about uh, uh, Taika Waititi. Waititi. Yeah, yeah. Who who like has his own language in this movie? Like, mm-hmm. I, I I wonder how much of that was scripted and how much that was just. Oh him. my god, it felt it feels so much <laughs> like it was him. Like, like, it was just it was saying just... the weirdest stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like Dudikins or I, I can't even remember exactly what he said, but he would just say the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Joe Joe Keery's good, um, and it's just it's a it's a it's a really fun it's just a really fun movie. I don't I don't know that I have necessarily that much negative to say about it, but it's uh, it's just a really fun time. I was thinking about this uh, before we started talking. Was like the movie has a low ceiling, I, like it doesn't have yeah. a ch- doesn't really feel like it has a chance to hit greatness in any way. But it, I think it hits the ceiling that it that it has that, that yeah it, that's uh, fair that yeah. it sets up. Uh, but yeah, it, it 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 doesn't really have that chance of being like maybe it does somewhere in here. Maybe there's this there's this really great movie. I, th- I think well, and I guess maybe this will be more spoilers. I think once you find out like what he is, I think that opens some doors that uh, like that they don't they choose not to deal with. I guess like they they still want it to be like a pretty baseline, uh, you know, family adventure comedy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I don't know. I, I may, and maybe that's getting too like nitpicky, but I that was I I don't know. There's just I mean, there's it it is funny and like I honestly most I mean I really not any joke didn't land for me. I mean everything mm-hmm. was at least amusing, mm-hmm. uh, but I just never quite got into that. Like this is like epic you know yeah yeah or yeah. something and like I, that but it's that, really good that's what i'm saying though like <laughs> yeah. it, it, it 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 i don't think it, it first off it doesn't aspire to be but i don't no, think it, no i don't think it has the i don't know the story elements to be that kind of like i said low ceiling is you know yeah. is is it it doesn't it it shouldn't be hard for it to hit that and it and it does i mean it or to get close to that and it i think it yeah. very well hits it and so I think, it's I think it's interesting too, because I think it's a really likable, like the characters are really likable and stuff, but I still don't know. Like there's some things they do like with the Joe Keery and Jodie Comer uh, friendship slash relationship, kind of the way they take that. I mean, that doesn't really feel earned. No, no, but, Um, but it's, but it's fine. It doesn't really bug me, but I think there's just enough little things like that, that just bring it down just a tad. But I know, I think you've nailed it. I think, I think it's kind of one of those things like, you know, a lot of people say it's good for what it is. I think this is great. Mm-hmm. It, I think it hits exactly where it wants to hit. I don't think it's trying to go any higher. And I think it yeah. actually hits, like you said, hits that ceiling. I think that's a perfect uh, way to describe this movie. Nothing yeah, wrong with so, that. So, yeah, I'm I'm giving this a B plus. Same. And, I'm giving and- it a B plus as well. And, uh, and I, and, and in this, in this area, that's, that's like being an A since it's like we said, it's got a, it's got low expectations. So, and um, also just like such a great example of what one of these summer blockbusters can be like, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, like I just, you know, you look back and watch like something like, uh, I don't know, like 90 summer blockbusters or even eighties. And you're just like, it, there's something missing today. Right. But this mm-hmm. feels right at home with stuff like that. Like this, I mean, obviously technology wise, some of this wouldn't make sense in the nineties, but I'm just saying if this, you know, this is the type of movie that would have played well, like in 96, 97, you know, when yeah, we're getting yeah. these huge, really good, you know, summer movies like mission impossible and independence day and all these fun type things. I'm not saying independence day is great, but independence right. day is another example of 
it hits where it wants to hit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I was thinking of, I was thinking of, um, um, of a nineties kind of blockbuster yeah. while watching this. And I can't really explain why really it's not, it's not like it's inherently a nineties kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it just kind of, it kind of felt like that. It, it took me back a little bit. It took me back to a time where I would go into a movie that didn't have a two on the end of it. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I, hey, this is kind of cool. I kind of like this, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and, yeah. and you, and you go out and the, and you know, you're just in a good mood for the rest of the day because you just saw something like, yeah, yeah that was, that was fun. Yeah. Um, and the audience enjoyed it. Like it's a fun, you know, it's a, it's a fun yeah. audience movie. If you're, if you're comfortable, you know, going to see this with an audience. Um, I'm also not much of a, I'm not a gamer, so I might be speaking out of my ass. I felt like though this, this was probably, I mean, as accurate as it can be. Like I thought this treated like the gamer community in a, uh, in a way that like, I felt like it got it more correct than most movies do. Mm-hmm. I could be mm-hmm. wrong though. Uh, and I'm not it's a hardcore broad. game. I'm not a yeah. hardcore gamer, but I, I've, I've played grand theft auto a lot and, uh, and, and games of that nature. And it is kind of funny to think of these characters who honestly don't have any kind of agency whatsoever you're running over people mm-hmm. you're you're stealing their cars there there's like a constant you know there's constantly th- that's what's so funny about this is they take all of this as just normal life yeah and don't even think about what they're going to do or what they hope and and dream to do a week from now or anything they just they wake up each day just like groundhog day which is another movie that you you think of when you watch mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. um uh, you know, you wake wake up each day uh, with only the knowledge of what you have been given. Basically, uh, they they keep resetting over and over and over again. Um, it's kind of like if Groundhog Day were to focus on you know the lady who's working the dining room in Groundhog Day or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. That's a good point. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, let's uh let's uh get on into uh spoilers for this. Miss Luke's father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. They just no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. So there's, I don't know how much there is to spoil, really. I mean, this is really about, uh, the movie is about, uh, you know, this game called Free City that is a massive uh, online game that uh, that people love to play and it's the, the hottest shit. But uh, the the developer of this mo- of this game, uh, Taika Waititi, is is the is the head of this company that's uh, getting his programmers to do do this game, has allegedly stolen it from uh, Joe Keery and from Jody Comer. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to be a development team, and they went for the big bucks and sold it to this guy. And then this, and uh, I think as long as they didn't use he didn't use the existing code. Uh, he was okay, but he found a way, Taika Waititi found a way to make this game so that it didn't look like they used the, the original. Yeah. Code. Yeah. He bought, he bought their game. He shelved it and then he created a different game and used their code basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so like, uh, it's, it, that's what the sort of the, uh, the plot, the over the, well, not the plot, but it's the sort of the thing that we're supposed to worry about during mm-hmm. this is that, uh, is that, uh, he's stolen this and he's uh he's going to make a part two 
meanwhile, this character named Guy is an AI that is actually becoming fully aware. And, uh, and this is something that Kiri and, and, uh, and Comer put into the game, an AI that could possibly learn in some way. Like mm-hmm. they didn't think it, I don't think they thought it would work to this point, uh, where he was so self-aware that he knew what was going on. But, um, uh, it's an interesting wrinkle, I think. So is, so, so Guy, uh, is, uh, just doing his normal thing. And then he runs into Jody Comer and suddenly things start changing because he runs into her. Um, and, uh, and that's because we find out later Kiri put in this part of the, uh, into guy, this somebody who wanted to fall in love and he had aspired to, to marry this one girl. And Kiri put all of, uh, Comer's uh, qualities mm-hmm. into into that so of course he falls in love with her right away which i like that i like that idea of an ai getting sort of inspired by something Mm -hmm. that happened in the real world and uh and then he starts learning from that or changing his patterns based on that it's not just some magic thing that happens a lot of these movies that try to do the groundhog day thing or whatever or you know where it's where there's some sort of uncertain supernatural force going on. There's not any reason for it. Mm-hmm. It's just, Oh, I just happen to be in this situation. Now this one actually feel, even though it's completely science fiction, fantasy type stuff mm-hmm. feels real, feels like something that could happen. No, I agree. I agree. And you, you made the Truman show comparison. I thought about that a lot at the beginning, even like his catchphrases and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. uh, don't yeah. have a good day, have a great day. You know, <laughs> yeah. yep. you have to think like if this movie was made in 96 or whatever, you know, uh, Jim Carrey's there's a good chance he's playing this role. Cause I mean, I, I oh, think yeah. there's definitely some similarities there between him and Reynolds. Um, he's a little yeah. more uh, animated than Reynolds mm-hmm. is, but uh, you know, if you cross like Reynolds and like Robin Williams, you probably get Jim Carrey. But um, but I, yeah, I was thinking about that. But I didn't. But it didn't really bother me because I think you know I you know Zach Penn who wrote this. I don't know where all these elements came from, but whatever they were doing, all these elements together worked really well. And I think Ryan Ron, I think Ryan Reynolds. This might be my favorite uh, performance of his. Um, I mean, I just saw it, so I you know I'm hard to. I don't like to do the recency recency bias. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not as big of a Deadpool fan as most people are. So, and I think mm-hmm. that's probably the, maybe the one people would go to. Um, mm-hmm. I liked this better. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's very different. Like you can't compare those two movies. Like Deadpool's a horror R rated, you know, yeah. action thing. And this is, this is not like, I mean, there is violence and stuff in this, but it's not on that level, obviously. No, <laughs> so it's no. a very, very different movie. Um, but he's just he's so funny in this. And yeah, like you're saying, like it felt like I'm sure if we sat there and like when if we send this and we broke it all down, there probably are going to be some things we're going to come away with. But at least when you're watching it in the moment, it totally feels like, yeah, this could totally happen. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they make the world seem real even. You yeah. Know, and that's they, what you uh, need to do. I like the I like the uh, and this is the they live part where he starts <laughs> first l- sort of learning uh where he first starts after he's after he's uh run I'm, and I maybe I should probably start naming these characters more than the actors but um, yeah when he first well, Millie they, is the it, when he first when Guy runs into Millie at the mm-hmm. it, and and then he goes to the bank the next day he he's like you know if if only we had these glasses that all these heroes quote unquote mm-hmm. they call the they call these people who do horrible things in within the video yeah. game 
as heroes because they're yeah. the and uh and he's like if we could just wear those glasses we could be just like them and and uh and uh at the beginning of at the beginning of this he takes one he takes the sunglasses off of uh, somebody who's robbing the bank which is something that happens in every scenario when he's working at the bank yeah. every day that happens someone comes in here and and you know it's and this is the ready player one part where they switch over and show the person the, there's like this teenage girl with her friend playing uh yeah. playing the game and they're like and she's like smoke that motherfucker i mean of course they <laughs> cut her off before she says it um but he puts the glasses on and he suddenly sees that this is a video game world and there's all this opportunity yeah. everywhere and uh and then like once he starts g- getting used to it he tries to get his friend named buddy uh to uh to wear them and he's like i don't know if i want to wear these and then he says come on man put on the glasses and i thought for sure again like i said i thought for sure they were going to do a little they live thing and that's definitely got to be a nod to it at least oh it uh, i mean it, it it's so close i mean it, mm-hmm. it it has to be but also like could he not put the glasses on is that what you're supposed to take from that like his his profile his he wasn't as fully realized like he, yeah so I since think- he wasn't he couldn't actually do it yeah although okay. one thing that the yeah okay to, to answer that question i say yes there he he's not he doesn't have the capability in his programming and i'm talking about buddy to, in case i confused anyone yes yeah uh he he um he doesn't have the capability of that he thinks that there's just there's it's too taboo yeah to do that thing although what the movie does pretty well is every time guy does something like this the other characters around him start thinking in a different way. So Mm -hmm. the very idea that he is acting differently than normal changes other characters. Mm -hmm. There's a point where he, uh, he's, he, uh, punches the robber. This is during the scenes where he's trying to get level up, Mm -hmm. uh, and everything. And he punches that robber who has the character named bombshell next to him. And he says, is, is you don't have to be with this guy you should be with a guy who's better than this or whatever and all guys are terrible anyway or whatever <laughs> and then she goes maybe i wouldn't even have to be with a guy and he goes yeah you can do that too and and then later we find out that she's <laughs> written a manifesto yeah. joe Carey's like he's like it's kind of preachy in parts but it's pretty good i love that's a well, great like setup i love yeah, that whole thing and you find out the the because uh um uh, guy goes into he gets coffee every day and after he's kind of becoming self-aware he asks for a, uh like a cappuccino but then you find out later that say z joe curious talking about there's a barista at the coffee shop that started making uh you know uh, cappuccinos and yeah was, yeah, yeah that so everybody great. interacts with they start they start doing little different things and uh the, the, there was one i was i was kind of hoping they would never addr- like uh address it but there's the character who's always got his arms up because he's always the guy in the bank <laughs> yeah. who's there, who's getting, you know, getting robbed or whatever. And it's like, you would see him in the background and everything still holding his arms up and everything. Yeah. And they have this one scene with him mm-hmm. where he's, he, they're, they're like, you can bring your arms down now. And he goes, Oh, it doesn't feel right. Uh, but I, I was kind of hoping they would never address it. Just show him yeah. constantly doing great. that. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have to, you know, find it in the background and, and it's fun. But, um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I love that, that whole, that whole setup. There were moments, a lot of people ask if we, if we get into our sin brains 
when we're watching these movies for the most part no but i found myself kind of doing that in this one because there were there's moments in here where there's that moment where they they reboot it because taika waititi thinks that there's a uh thinks that is if he reboots the game he can he can end the guy character he can the guy character mm-hmm. won't won't be of course when he when they reboot they find out that it, he that he can still be uh, for a lack of a better word stimulated to be a real person if if you give him just the right uh nudge basically so they throw millie back in you know millie goes back into the game and starts trying to mm-hmm. uh, uh jar his memory and of course it comes back and but then there's a moment where he's trying to cross that bridge to get to that part where he can find the the original code mm-hmm. of the game and i'm like you can just reboot and have the same issue you know, like you can like once once things get really dire why don't you just reboot again yeah you know uh i know that the reboot didn't work like they they can just go back in and and get him back get him back to normal but if if it's a dire situation, why not reboot? Instead, he goes in there and he's like taking an axe to everything and like you know because yeah, because at first yeah because that's that is one thing with the movie they have to address I guess but they they feel like they do because at first you know they're trying uh, Joe Keery and his the coworker it's the guy from Pitch Perfect um, I'm gonna butcher his name uh, Utkarsh. Ambudkar, I'm going to go with his name is Mauser in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go with Mauser. So uh, Mauser and uh, what was Kiri's name? Keys. So you got Mm -hmm. Mauser and Keys or they're initially like they go in. There's actually this pretty funny sequence where they go in as cops Mm -hmm. and uh, they're trying to because they think it's a player. They don't they at this point don't know that guy is just uh, uh, NPC, right? Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. NPC? Yeah, NPC. Yeah. Uh, So and then it gets to where they I don't think they figured it out yet, but they what uh, Taika Waikiti tells him to stop, stop mess or uh, what's his, his name is um what is his name? Antoine. Antoine. Antoine tells him to stop trying to get him out because at that point he's making the game more popular. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, but then they have to come up with this thing where it's like people are trying to figure, like people are questioning whether or not they should really be playing video games or they, I mean, I don't, I don't mean that seemed a little forced. And then that's when he wants to reboot the system because it's he also, feels like it's a negative effect all of a sudden. It's also kind of a, you know, this is the same issue that ready player one had where, you know, in the first, in that first uh, game, that first game where they're trying to get the, um, God, what is it? They're trying to get keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, video game keys or whatever yeah like like the you know the main character is the only one who's ever thought about going in reverse yeah uh where in video game world there are people there are there's not just a couple of people who are obsessed mm-hmm. with the game mm-hmm. there are hundreds and thousands of people who are obsessed mm-hmm. with the game and all doing all doing crazy stuff to try to get to uh, a secret level or whatever yeah. especially and in that world yeah and especially in that world and in this and this one it wouldn't really be any different i think people would see guy out in the world and they would probably follow him around and try Mm -hmm. to figure out what his true nature is throughout the whole thing and they would find out i think they would find out i think gamers would find out pretty quickly that it's not a player 
Um, yeah, you know. yeah. Well, and especially you've got the people, which I don't, I guess Guy didn't, I mean, uh, not Guy, Keys. Keys didn't actually write that program because he's actually, because that's that's another thing they don't, because I guess if he was actually a programmer, he probably would have caught this already. So they make it where he's choosing not to be a programmer. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly why they made that choice. <laughs> but, 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 you know, but they never even explain it. There is that funny moment with him and, and Mauser though, where Mauser's like, why aren't you working up there since you're the smart boy? And then uh-huh. he gives some bullshit answer that Mauser just says something like, well, that just sounds like boring and white privilege, so I'm going right. to go ahead and you know, and it's yeah. a really funny moment, but it's yeah. obviously they're just like, we're not going to address that. Like, we're just going to mm-hmm. uh, even though they keep bringing it up because Antoine offers him a job later he's like are you sure you don't want to become a programmer <laughs> it's yeah, like, why yeah. do we keep focusing on this but yeah. anyways um yeah no i i i see what you're saying like that you would think someone someone in that office catches that uh well yeah, before there's a, there's a yeah. lot of programmers in there i mean there's yeah. a, 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 and and the fact that kiri says this at least two or three times in the movie where he's like uh like there's one point where uh they kill guy, but the number of players online doesn't change. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there are, there are a lot of moments like that where that should change the amount of players or just anything that's in the game. And, and, uh, and, and it seems like it's perpetually shrugged off. I guess if you decide to, to, uh, I guess if you decide what the reality is, is that the AI character is, is a fully realized being now, then you're, then you're starting to get into some weird territory yeah. that's hard to prove and people think you're crazy. So you don't want to jump to that conclusion, but yeah. every time that it happens, you're just like, okay, well, this is something that's weird. And you think that, I mean, I guess you think that there's somebody who's good enough to hack your system to uh, not show up in the, in the, in the players and everything. But I don't know, after a while, I think smart programmers would be like, yeah, this isn't a dude. This isn't somebody that's doing. Yeah, this. exactly. And it's, it's all, well, and even like uh Jody Comer, there's this great, and it's a great moment, but um, uh, where he kisses her in the game and then mm-hmm. it cuts to her in her apartment, like watching it, like <laughs> yeah. really confused. Cause like, there's not like yeah. a button where you can kiss somebody or whatever. Right. right. <laughs> and you would think, you know, and I get they I understand why at first she doesn't want to believe keys because if she believes keys and that means she fell for an NPC and not a real yeah. person, cause she's actually mm-hmm. falling for this character or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, but, but it is one of those things where it's like, how are you not like, I mean, and that's also, it's also kind of irritating that they would do that to her character because it's like she's supposed to be this badass woman but Mm -hmm. like once a guy like gives her bubblegum ice cream in a computer Mm -hmm. game she's just (laughs) dumb and you know i can't i can't think past my feelings i I think the story and i think that's another reason why this just isn't an a because i think the story just feels so secondary to Mm -hmm. what you're getting out of it i think you just i just enjoy there's just so many fun moments and it's like there's a story that connects those moments, but like, I'm not thinking about that, I guess, while I'm watching mm-hmm. it. So I, uh, you, you had mentioned earlier that the, it, the movie also doesn't really, uh, doesn't really earn the, uh, relationship between keys and Millie at the yeah. end. Uh, I still found that affecting though. I, I found did too. It, I did too. I found it pretty yeah. affecting, even though it didn't earn it. They needed to build more of a, like, uh, romantic tension before that to get to where they got to at mm-hmm. the end. Like, I don't, 
maybe you've experienced this. I don't think I've ever experienced this where it's like, I don't know if I'm in love with that person or not for years. And no. then something happens where you're like, Oh, I am totally in love with that person. Movies seem to think that there's a way that you just don't acknowledge these feelings. I guess mm -hmm. that's possible. I don't know. I don't, I don't mean to speak for everybody, but yeah, it's, no. it's, it's not something that I'm, I'm very familiar with that you just, you, you've been secretly in love and didn't know it. And then finally something jars that loose at the end where you're like, Oh yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I, I, I've never experienced that. I know that there are people out there who have been friends for a long time and they've always looked at it on that level. Yeah. But then things change in their lives and then they fall in love, but not, not for years. No, I don't. And, and I just, I just, it almost feels like the movie feels like this has to happen. Like that feels more than anything like a, like an audience poll or something mm -hmm. like that feels like if we don't put them together, like, I don't know that they ever had them not together, but that just almost feels like it did it a different way. And then people, well, we want them to be together. And then, so mm -hmm. they throw that because even the keys character, he does. Now we do hear him say some of that earlier in the movie and mm -hmm. she didn't hear him. Right. Um, and then she watches that video that he had sent her, you know, uh, and, 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 and he, she hears the stuff you had mentioned earlier about, how he created the character and what he mm -hmm. put into the character. And that's when she's like, Oh, I do need to take these pants off and have sex with him now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was just, I don't know. It's a weird moment. It just kind of, it just, it's so quick and it, and then the movie just ends and it's just kind of like, I don't know. That's the only thing about it for me, but I was totally cool with them getting together. I mean, they had good chemistry. They were, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there uh, no problem on that level. I just thought it was a little, it felt well, a little forced. Yeah. And I, and I even bought the, I mean, it's funny. We're saying it didn't earn it, but what it affected us, <laughs> but like there's a, the, I think that's the, even possible. The, no, even the part where a uh, guy at the end is telling her, I'm just a love letter to you and that I just need to go and live my life separately and all that. Even that felt okay. Like I was like, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, so I, you know, that, that I, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah. didn't really quite stick it but i think that i think that's Look, a good direction i this is a weird i don't know what made me think of this this is a weird comparison but like something like greece where like you know i don't think danny's done anything at the end of that movie to deserve sandy i don't think he's mm -hmm. done a damn thing but right. do i like that danny and sandy end up together absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah ah <laughs> yeah. uh, good old 70s looking back at 50s style that's uh <laughs> it's just uh that's just the way it was done back then i guess <laughs> Um, it, there's a 20 year thing somebody was talking about this on another podcast recently i heard i think it was on a podcast i can't remember but there is like a weird 20 year thing but i guess it's because you're older like the you know the people that were kids then now are like in their 30s making these movies because mm -hmm. now you're getting a lot more 90s stuff uh you know now mm -hmm. um you know so it's just it's just kind of interesting and you know yeah. 80s you know uh but yeah no 70s was all about looking back at the 50s but anyways mm -hmm. whole other story um yeah. Um, I, uh, now let's, yeah, we can talk about some cameos here. I love, I love the Channing Tatum cameo that's in so this. good. And like, and that was like, he's at the beginning of the movie and I was like, man, that guy looks a lot like Channing Tatum. That's weird. But then they, mm -hmm. you know, but then he goes away. So I'm like, I'm sure it wasn't kind of like, I thought that dude in don't be too was Breck and Meyer. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, but then he shows up later and, uh, and I also love that scene cause you've got the parallel with the kid that's actually using that avatar. Mm hmm. You yeah. know, and it, it, I thought that was a that was a brilliant way to like, you know, show that. 
that the the Chris Evans thing is is obviously great too. Yes, uh, you know the when when guy puts the glasses on and he decides to use a shield against his mm-hmm. more muscular guy that's going to be in the Free City too and everything. Uh, and uh, they even play the you know the Captain America music yeah. and all that and and then uh, every, they show this <laughs> cut of all these people watching. This is another Truman Show thing, by the way. Yes, they absolutely. Keep, they keep finding people who are watching this. Uh, and, uh, and then it finally gets to Chris Evans, like in a restaurant watching it on his phone. And he's just like, Oh, come on. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, uh, so yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Um, uh, there's, I am sure that it, when I watch this again, I will, I'll find all sorts of other Easter eggs in here. There was a, a moment with the kid who runs the Channing Tatum character. Mm-hmm. You can see a Deadpool poster behind mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm um uh there's there's a lot of like little cool things like that and i feel like there's going to be more as i watch uh, oh yeah as i watch it uh, again in the future and that's the thing i want to watch this movie in the future a lot of times i say i'm going to watch this in the future and it's not it's kind of got this uh, i'll get to it again someday i guess but no this this, this one, movie is super watchable like this I, one's I, gonna be on the background a yeah. lot of times for me and stuff like that yeah so. i feel like this is one jeremy's gonna watch and then be like i've watched it 25 times like a month later yeah yeah he's definitely gonna do that there's no doubt i'm gonna mark it here he's gonna do that we'll be on a send cast next year and he'll be like i've seen this movie six times and every time i watch it you know that type of but it, but it is kind of, I mean, we've actually talked about it more than I thought we'd be able to, because it is kind of one of those movies where I'm just like, it was a lot of fun, but I don't, you know, and there's like, there's obviously there's just like the moments we've talked about that are really funny. And there's plenty of other ones The you mentioned that Ryan Reynolds plays that like, it's a character that they bring in to stop Ryan Reynolds, but he's not mm-hmm. fully developed. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that woman, that programmer. That was like before she hits enter. She's like, "All right, guys, this is the moment we got fired. (laughs) We lost our job. Everybody remember this moment before we got fired." Um, And he's like, "He's going catchphrase, right?" Well, and then there's that great moment after he says catchphrase, where Taika Waititi is like, "He's like, we haven't come up with a good one yet." He's like, "But you know what? Catchphrase is pretty banger of a catchphrase." (laughs) And then like was that towards the end, he says something like, uh, "He's like hysterical laughter." You know, he's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, this is this this movie, yeah, is a lot of fun. I I I think everything that we said, you know, it feels like the 90s again. I don't know why, but it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though like you could, it, like I said, you could not have made this movie in the nineties because no. people weren't playing video games like this in the nineties. It would be like futuristic. You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they weren't, they weren't playing. Yeah. I mean, it was, we were on the verge in the nineties of getting yes. games like this. It was, it was later nineties though. Like in, in the early two thousands where, where these, yes. uh, uh, like these big, huge worlds that you could wander well, around and, anywhere and multiplayer. Like I would say, you know, in the nineties, it started to get to where multiplayer was more popular than single player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause now it's like you, there are games now that aren't even available for single player, you right. know, and that's not something that would have ever happened, mm-hmm. you know, at that time, you know, 20 years ago or whatever, 25 years ago. So. Right. For um, sure. Okay. Well, anything else to say about this? No, I mean, man, go see it. I mean, if you're still listening to this and you haven't seen it, it's it, it's 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 easily the best film, the best summer like blockbuster film I've seen uh, this year, and probably in a minute. 
Like it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Considering most of the summer landscape is sort of, uh, I mean, you know, comic book movies, which are hit or yeah. hit or miss, uh, a lot of sequels and the, the yeah. stuff that is original that does get through, uh, there is few and far between. So, so yeah. something like and this I, is kind of a fresh, fresh breath. of air. Yeah. And I'm specifically talking about like, I know you know this, but I'm specifically talking about like big studio films. Like obviously mm-hmm. like a 24 will release a film in the summer. That's better than everything sometimes. But I just yeah. mean like, you know, these types of movies. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what did you guys think? Go to Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. We're also on CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter, Discord, and SoundCloud. Where can people find you, Jonathan? I'm on Twitter at uh, SamLumis13. Uh, there's also a link on my Twitter profile for my Letterbox account. If you go to Letterbox, I think if you just search my name, you'll find me. And um, I am do a podcast every week with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes called Behind the Sins. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkins and then Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.